everybody, my name's Natalie and I'm your speaker slash host for today. You're listening to Popular Radio and the Origins of Broadcasting. In today's episode, I will be talking about the early technology in the development of radio. I will explore the origins of broadcasting from the early theories about radio waves to the critical formation of RCA as a national radio monopoly. To start, I'm going to be listing the key terms. Telegraph, Morse code, electromagnetic waves, radio waves, wireless telegraphy, wireless telephony, broadcasting, narrowcasting, and Radio Corporation of America, also known as RCA. If you guys didn't know, Radio didn't emerge as a full-blown mass medium until the 1920s. Technology that made radio possible had been evolving for years. The telegraph, the precursor of radio technology, was invented in 1840s. In the 1840s. In the 1880s, Heinrich Hertz proved Maxwell's theory of electromagnetic waves. Hertz's experiment significantly advanced the development of wireless communication. The first recorded transmission and reception of an electromagnetic wave was recorded in 1872 by a spark between two steel balls. In 1884, Guglielmo Marconi discovered a way to send high-speed messages over great distances. In 19 I mean, in 1899, he opened a branch in the United States, establishing a company nicknamed American Marconi. The same year, he messaged across the Atlantic Ocean. In 1943, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Marconi's wireless patent, deemed Nikola Tesla the inventor of radio because he was, but was never recognized. In 1899, inventor Lizzy Forrest wrote the first PhD dissertation on wireless technology. In 1902, D. Forrest set up the wireless telephone company to compete with American Marconi. D. Forrest's biggest breakthrough was the development of Audion or Triad vacuum tube. The Audion vacuum tube is considered by many historians to be the beginning of modern electronics. The credit for the first voice broadcast belonged to a Canadian engineer, Reginald Fessenden. In 1908, Fessenden transmitted gramophone music recording from the Eiffel Tower to locations more than 400 miles away. In 1910, De Forest transmitted a personal, a performance of Tosca, the Metropolitan opera to friends in the New York area with wireless receivers. This event showed that the wireless medium was moving from a point-to-point communication to a one-to-many communication tools. Congress passed the Wireless Shipped Act in 1910, which required all USC goings to ships to have wireless equipment. Radio waves were seen as a natural resource a kind of interstate commerce, like national parks. By 1915, more than 20 American companies sold wireless 
point-to-point communication systems, like Navy questioned the wisdom of allowing a foreign country controlled company to wield so much power. In 1917, the Navy closed down all amateur radio operations and took control of key ratio transmitters to ensure military security. The idea that the radio should provide education in public in public services was not a consequence of the fairness doctrine. Navy moved to ensure that the that such power radio technology would not fall under foreign control. President Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson and the Navy saw an opportunity to slow Britain's influence over communication. Some members of a Congress and corporate community opposed federal legislation that will grant the government or the Navy a radio monopoly. GE developed a plan that will increase, that will create a private sector monopoly. RCA pooled the necessary technology and patent to monopolize the wireless industry. More than 2,000 patents, RCA ensured the global dominance of the United States United States in mass communication. The U.S. was the only country that placed broadcasting under the care of commercial rather than military or government interests. That was a quick summary of the early technology and the development of radio. This concludes our first episode. See you on the next one.